Hi, welcome back to The Clinical Spiritualist. My name is Morgan Thomas, she, her, and I'm a queer therapist and coach. I'm passionate about uplifting the LGBTQ plus community through client-centered care, and I'm also a spiritual practitioner who specializes in tarot. During the pandemic, I embarked on a spiritual journey that led me into questioning everything about myself and my life. I came out as bisexual, left religion, began reading tarot, and started my own business. I'm passionate about sharing honest stories in hopes of bringing healing, curiosity, and new insights into your world. As always, take what resonates and leave what doesn't. Let's get into today's episode. Welcome back to the Clinical Spiritualist. My name is Morgan, and I have a July 2022 collective reading for you. I'm a couple days late, but hey, that's okay. Um, Today, we're going to be speaking to, as a lot of people are saying, everything that's going on in the world. And today, I want to speak directly to, we're going to be talking about the overturn of Rome. Um, Personally, how that's impacting me, where my head is at. And then also some cards to support us through um, things outside of Roe and things directly related to human rights. I understand as a tarot reader and a person who has a platform, um, there's a certain ethical standard that I have. Um, I'm in no way predicting or looking into um, the inner, like the energy of the future of what will happen. Um, you know, as our rights have already not only been threatened, but taken away on a collective standpoint in the United States. Um, so I'm in no way predicting. And I think that as tarot readers, as astrologers, um, as people with any sort of spiritual healing platform, um, realizing the, um, the ethics behind your work is really important. So don't be on the edge of your seat waiting for me to say, oh, oh I, I built a card. Like, this is what's going to happen next month. No, I don't think that that is supportive. Um, some questions to get you kind of ready for what I will be asking about. I already kind of have my spread here. And you'll, if you're watching the video, you'll see me glance down a lot because I, um, when I channel, I write things out. So we're going to do an overall collective energy check-in, which, you know, I always start with. Uh, we're going to reflect on the nature of the human um, rights being taken. So maybe what's coming up for you personally? Um, Again, nothing predictive there. How to show up for ourselves in the month of July and what chapter is closing in the month of July. Um, And I would like to give some context for my, where I am at. I think this is important to share. Um, So I'm I'm realizing as more time goes on, I'm about to enter my solo return. I'm about to turn 27 in 10 days, um, which is the start of my solo return. I am realizing, back to the point, that my experience in religion and being a former religious person, former Christian, um, that I have a very unique experience. I posted about this today on my Instagram, actually, that it's hard for me to realize that in the big scheme of people, not everyone, in fact, a lot of people have not had direct impact or experience with Christianity or harmful religion 
Um, and yes, Christianity can be practiced without harm. However, we're thinking of a big picture, collective, um, historic truth. Um, it's been kind of wild to me to see other practitioners in my space as tarot readers, as therapists who have not had religious trauma. I'm like, whoa, not everyone has had this experience or unlearning these really harmful thought patterns that I've been unlearning for a few years now. Um, and it will continue to be a healing process. So I think going back to the point, I have a very unique experience to speak to where I've come from, where I'm at and where I'm going. So to give context and in, in regard to Roe, I grew up pro-life. And I say that with quotes, if you don't watch the video, pro-life. We all know the, not all of us, a lot of us can criticize those two words together. What, what does that even mean? Um, and really we're discovering and have discovered pro-life means pro-birth. Once that baby is born, well, peace out, we don't care if it gets, you know, food, shelter, love, emotional support, um, free from racism, free from sexism, free from, you know, letting a, a kid be LGBTQ+. There's just so much there. So speaking to my experience, I grew up pro-life. Quotes. I really thought up until I was... Um, you know, maybe 19 and I'm 20, basically 27 now. Um, shout out to all my cancers. I really thought it was part of my mission to save the baby. So that's where they get you is that I've always had really deep empathy and care for wanting to do the right thing. And in my underdeveloped lack of critical thinking brain, I thought, okay, like this is it was the only advocacy I saw because I'm from a small town in Indiana where everyone is white. Everyone is quote unquote straight. Everyone is Christian and everyone is a very kind of all or nothing term. Obviously there's always differences in groups of people. Uh, collectively, we're all just like believing the same thing, regurgitating the same thing, living in a racist, sexist, homophobic environment. It wasn't until I left and went to college just two hours down the road in Cincinnati, Ohio, um, where my world was changed. I was able to critically think for the first time. I was, I mean, the hard conversations I had in those four years, whew, it rocked my world. My learning is is always, it's, it's always happening. I'm always learning something new about myself, but that's my background is that I grew up pro-life. So I understand when someone meets me with, well, you're killing, you know, a, a baby and, 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 and really just lack of, of critical thinking, awareness for all the nuances, awareness of other people's bodies, because we are told, and I will use the word groomed, um, to, to, to speak the gospel, to save people from burning in an eternal fire flame. Um, obviously that's terrifying when you are a kid and you're told if you do not follow these rigid set of rules and you surround yourself with people who don't also follow those rules, well, you'll just spend eternity dying in pits of despair. I mean, that's terrifying. That is literally terrifying. And that is the motivation for people to do these really effed up things. Um, and, and, 
and take away people's rights and humanity and autonomy. So I come from a very religious background, church every Sunday, um, very explicit messaging of fuck gay people, um, you know, pro-life, no exceptions. Um, in fact, you're honored. This is really fucked up. You're honored if you have been a survivor of SA. Sometimes those words even trigger me. If you keep the fetus inside of you, you know, it's really, really fucked up rhetoric. Um, So I know and have unlearned. And now am such a fierce advocate for all the things that I was told not to ever fight for. And I really just want to speak to you. You can change. You can inform. Your brain has neuroplasticity to where you can challenge those thoughts and believe something different. And it all comes down listening to your intuition. From a young age, I remember being told Gay people, they go straight to hell, no exception, no talk about it. And I just had this feeling, obviously, if you follow me, I am queer. Uh, I'm in a queer relationship. I always just had this thought, but this doesn't make sense. So if I have these feelings that I can't control and that feel so harmless, you're telling me God and ever loving and ever loving God is going to send me to hell for something that feels so out of my control. Um, so it's just, it runs deep and, and the overturn of row has really triggered my religious trauma. Um, and giving me a context that I don't think everyone has, cause not everyone grows up in conservative religious trauma environments. Um, so I think I offer a perspective that is like, Yeah, it sucks to admit that I've held beliefs like that. And also, if you grow up in a saturated environment, it's literally just going to happen. Like, it's just, it's hard to critically think when, whenever you bring up critical thinking to people that um, you look up to, it's met with no, you're wrong. Don't trust yourself. Don't listen to yourself. Um, Look right here. I have evidence now. Goodbye. So if you're someone who struggles with the shame of the past of maybe you had beliefs that were harmful, give yourself compassion, know that you can change and may have changed. And that thank God, you know, like no pun intended, thank God that you have that awareness and that education now so that you can be part of the change and be on the right side of history. So let's get into our, excuse me, let's get into our collective reading. Whew got me fired up and very passionate, very, very passionate about challenging the church. Mm, It just, that's my gospel. Um, Overall collective, Ace of Wands, and I'm using the queer tarot deck. Um, My girlfriend bought me these for my birthday, early birthday gift. Have been loving them. Uh, Nine of Swords and the Empress. Trying to, if you're watching the video. So I will just read to you what I channeled. We are finally inspired. So Ace of Wands, start of something new, very inspirational type of card. Um, kind of like 
I take this card as like, you've received a creative download, like, here you go. Um, let's make it into action. But then it's kind of like a, like a polar opposite energy with the nine of swords, the nine of swords representing anxiety, depression, nightmares, just kind of things that, you know, you look at this person, they're just riddled with pain, ruminative thoughts, um, things that just don't feel good. Um, we're finally inspired to start addressing very deep issues. So July is going to be a very big month for awareness and also healing. Also, if you're watching the video, look how cute this cup is. I am obsessed with lipstick. That's cute. So we're starting to just like actually be inspired about healing. It doesn't feel like this dreadful thing anymore. In fact, it's like, you know what? Let's go because I deserve a better relationship with myself. I deserve a um, better relationship with others. I deserve a better life because we're really wanting to embody the empress here. Look at this person in nature, sitting on their throne, um, stars on their head, connection with um, stars usually mean chakras or like, or connected to the universe. You know, like you're, you're receiving messages from from the divine, just very like spiritually connected. And I mean, if I think of a card, I want to embody at all times. It's the Empress. I feel like it's, it's always our higher self. I wrote down a quote. I'm sick of ignoring this thing. Let's figure this out. So you're like, you know what? I'm going to sign up for that course. I'm going to read that book. I'm going to tell that person that I'm struggling. I'm going to reach out to a therapist. Um, because it's time, it's time we, we quit kind of putting these things to the side. I owe this to me. I owe this to my inner child. I do this healing with love and compassion. There's almost in a weird way, like some fun to it. Like, you know what? I'm going to do, I'm going to create this project that with the intent of healing my inner child. Um, but it's going to be like fun for me. See this as an opportunity. Um, not a chore. So I feel like this Ace of Wands, it's like creative inspiration to do the healing work and eventually embody your highest self that we're always going after. Um, but it's not in a way that's like, gosh, dang it, I have to dress this thing now. It's a very like, you know what, let's go. I owe this to myself. I owe this to my inner child and goodness will come from this. So that's the energy, energy of July and like mm, makes sense because um, again, not huge on astrology, but I am a cancer son and we're all about emotions and feeling and healing and like, you know, that water energy of emotions. And we have over here, the page of cups, um, not a lot of cup energy in my spread, but uh, page of cups, always about connecting with inner intuition, connecting with, um, creativity. Like, you know, what is the next step for you? But like, are you going to take that page of cups? They're not, um, maybe well versed in knowing their emotional self. They definitely, you know, could step into the night, the queen, the king. Um, but they still have intuition and they're ready to connect with that and create with that. So next question I have, um, let's just kind of reflect on what has happened with overturn a row. The, um, you know, the anti-trans bills that have been passed for a long time now. 
you can hear my cat in the background always. Um, I notice even myself, I'm like, oh my God, bro. But it's like, mm, the attack on human rights has been a thing. Um, oh my gosh, you can hear her little growls. Um, so let's just kind of reflect on what has happened in the last few weeks and also what has been happening. So here we have the three of wands, the lovers, judgment. So judgment popped out, which here's the lesbian flag. Love that. Um, judgment popped out on top of the lovers. This kind of took me a minute to decipher. Wheel of fortune, right? A lot of kind of like, I don't like putting tarot and positive or negative, but like, like, good cards. It feels like good cards, but um, kind of the combination together, I'll read the message for that. We really get to make a value assessment. So the lovers is like, relationally, we have, like they're balanced people. Um, if we saw this reverse, so there's an imbalance in relationship, but there's an importance of balance in our relationships. So equal give and take, really equal value. Who is in your space? Even if that's a coworker, even if that's a neighbor that you sometimes talk to. I'm not recommending hostility. What I am recommending is fucking boundaries. That if you know someone does not support your relationship, your right to choose, well, they don't have to get your, you know, 10 minute convo over coffee. Because at this point, it's like, if you're not respecting who I am as a person, well, we're going to start looking into what what steps? So the three of wands, two of wands, the person is like, mm, I'm thinking about it. I haven't made a choice yet. Three of wands is like, no, we're taking the first step. Let's look at our boundaries. So it's not about like saying F you to everyone. However, there is a level of that. Honestly, um, who, you know, what friend is in your space? I really went through this a lot when um, Black Lives Matter really took well, for white people, um, we were noticing during the pandemic, the fucking harm and, and horrible trauma that black people face every day. Um, obviously people of color, BIPOC know this, however, feel like it was the first time as a white person, I really, really looked at it. It's like, yeah, I know, but I didn't know, um, a content creator I follow, uh, Mo Motive, I believe is her handle, um, M-O-E Motive. She calls it the pseudo white awakening. Whew. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, I, during that time, was like, fuck this. Like, I'm changing. I'm addressing no more. And that required me to weed people out of my space who, uh, were co not only complicit, you know, but anti black lives matter, anti getting Trump out of office. Uh, so I had to do a lot of clearing of friends, um, especially cause I was coming to terms that I was queer and I was like, well, I know their stance and I don't want that in my space. So that's kind of like what the three of wands is pointing to is like, now we got to make an active choice of like what people are, maybe we're not even partnered to or best friends to, but that are just like in our energy that we know if it came down to it, they wouldn't fight for us. That's really important. That is really, really important to know that the people that are taking your energy, even if that's 10 minutes of coffee, um, they don't deserve that space. 
unless they're willing to address and say, Hey, you know what? I'm gonna hold up a mirror and do the work. That work may not be perfect, but the work is work. I will keep doing it and trying. If they're not doing that, then it's like, you don't, you don't deserve any of me. So we really get to make a value assessment of who gets to stay and who gets to go from our circles, all circles, not just inner tight circle, all circles. It's, um, yeah, it's access to you at all. So people that you're following, people that are following you, it's like, okay, you can look and see my stuff. So hopefully you learn, but I'm not going to follow you because every time I see your stuff, I do not feel good about it. Um, it's really the first time for some of us to really look at the people in our life. I mean, this includes family members, the people in our life who are fighting against us. So you don't get to be passive anymore. Um, Silence is violence across a lot of different human rights issues. Um, So for example, you know, you're a receptionist at a pro-life organization. Maybe it's not like actively pro-life, like not like a pro-life pregnancy center, but maybe it's like everyone there has these values where it's kind of talked about, but not, but like, you know, that your values they wouldn't fight for you at the end of the day. Let's consider getting another job. Again, I understand money. We need it. We live in a capitalistic society. And also it's kind of examples like that. Like the people around you, you've kind of ignored like, well, it's not my problem. Now it is your fucking problem. (laughs) You know, like there's just this shift where like, we cannot tolerate anymore. So that comes back to our healing journey. Why are we allowing people to be in our space? Again, it's not the people who sometimes slip up. It's not the people who don't always get it right. You know, I can think of being queer, being in spaces with my um, family or friends who are actively doing the work, who maybe say things that, you know, I I don't say anymore, Um, not like outright offensive terms, but just like some language that could be switched a little bit to feel a little bit more comfy. You know, it's not all writing those people off who are willing to listen to you, to validate your experience and change um, and continue their education. It's the people who are rooted in the ground and like, nope, this is the hill I'm dying on. We need to clear those people out. Um, And this wheel of fortune here, I feel like once this is done, this kind of value assessment, which I, which I feel like judgment is taking it even deeper with a value assessment of like, you get to have judgment. Um, it doesn't mean like we're being harmful. We get to judge and make choices for ourselves. But I feel like this wheel of fortune stands here. Not very, a very, this isn't the main, this is kind of like a side card of this spread. Uh, I feel like the wheel of fortune is saying, once you do this and take a look, good luck comes in, good karma comes in, everything is cyclical. So we clear people out, we maybe feel alone, we maybe feel like, oh God, I miss that community a little bit. You know, sometimes there is benefit to harmful community, because it's community. I'm gonna think of church. God, Twilight. Um, we get to, we'll have good luck come through. So once you clear, you're making a sign to the universe, hey, I'm ready for um, friends who are also advocating, friends, family members who are decide to do the work, like good luck kind of plays into it. Good karma comes in, like you're doing the right thing for your soul. Well, that's going to be seen and, and rewarded in a sense. Okay. And then kind of to clarify 
these are like little standoffish cards. I don't know how else to explain it. Just like little clarifiers, just kind of hovering. Like the message isn't directly this, but it's just like a little bit to the side. We have page of cups, which we already talked about. Intuition, creativity, emotions, feeling everything. And then the high priestess. I love the high priestess because there's this black and white pillars here that hold the secrets of the universe. So I think in context of maybe clearing some people or spaces out that don't align with your soul, wouldn't fight for you, wouldn't be there for you if it really came down to it. Um, there may be some things that you're not seeing yet. This could be about someone's character. This could also be in a different way of like, you're going to get like new people, new spaces where you do feel seen. Um, so just keep in mind that the universe is always working with you not against you. And if you are wanting new relationships that have a level of safety to it that you haven't had before, call that in, speak to that, recognize that. The first step is always recognition. Trust that intuition. If you're feeling like every time it gets to this friendship, I feel, I'll take myself for example. There were friendships where I just, as I was on my queer journey, like first started going on dates with girls, like before I claimed the label bisexual queer, like just exploring, I would like be like on dates, making out with girls and be like, I don't know if I'm bisexual yet. <laughs> it's so funny to think about. Um, but like there were people I was withholding that information from, we would call and connect with each other and I wouldn't share that. And so it's like trusting that piece of like, where are you not bringing your full self to and why? And it could be because there is a value difference. So let's go back to the lovers. Next question. How to show up for ourselves? One card, one card, loud and clear, temperance. Look how beautiful this card is. Grounded in nature. One foot on earth, one foot in water, connecting with different elements. They're holding two different cups, kind of balancing out their energy. Um, I feel like with the queer tarot, a new energy has been invoked within me, um, which is really cool. It kind of, it just gives me like that spice that I'm needing in, in readings where I feel a little bored with the original decks and stuff. The modern witch also does that with me too. Um, we self-care the shit out of ourselves. So how do we show up for ourselves? Um, well, we take really great care of ourselves and that statement means something different for everyone. So does that mean resting on the couch all day? Does that mean going on a hike? Uh, does that mean seclusion? Or does that mean uh, connecting with others in the community? We take breaks, we step back, we log off, we connect with nature, balance, we advocate, we you know do the steps for change and we retreat and we log off. And we say, you know what? I've done everything I can do for today. I know my limits. Um, I've been seeing a lot about an advocacy, the burnout that can happen. And I feel this. It's like, you know, I take to the street and then I'm like, whew, with my personal life. And, you know, I'm a therapist and um, coach and mentor. Like I'm dealing with people's emotions all week. You know, I know my limits. So like this week I went to a protest, which again, is only doing like this much, not a lot. Um, you know, we have to vote. We have to challenge our own beliefs. We have to look at our own biases. We have to, um, 
educate ourselves. We have to talk to our people in office. We have to write. We have to call. Like, there are so many different things that we could do. But this week, I went to a protest. And it's because I had a day full of nothing. I think I had, like, one podcast recording. And then I went to the rally that night. Um, But that's because I knew my energy levels. You know, if I had a full caseload of clients and I'll be working nine to five every day with people's trauma, I wouldn't be going, you know? So it's like really just checking in with yourself, figuring out what you can do, what you can't do. It's, it's not the extremes. It's not, we dive in, we traumatize ourselves online. We do scroll. We are constantly in the state of fight or flight and fear. And it's also not disconnecting, logging off, looking away, not tuning into our own biases, how we can do uh, better work as people. Again, I want to reinforce, I am not speaking from a place of perfection. I'm speaking from a place of perfectly flawed (laughs) that, uh, you know, I didn't create advocacy over um, abortion rights and birth control and family planning. Um, That was actually created by black feminists. And I'm, I'm late to the game. As far as this form of advocacy, I didn't realize that's my own reflection. I got to, you know, balance out, look into that, explore that, educate myself and also retreat, self-care, go get a massage, journal, have fun, like have fun. You know, we don't have to be always be in the healing work, etc. Okay. So let's move on to the last question and then we'll close up with an Oracle card. Okay. What chapter is closing in July? This one was a little bit harder to read. We have seven of wands. I'm learning a lot about the seven of wands lately. It's not as defensive as I feel like I've always thought it to be. It's actually a very advocate card. I'm protecting what I believe in. I'll fight for what I what I know is right. The magician. We have the two of wands. I believe the two of wands is over here. And then the four of swords um, and two of wands follow that. So with all these energies together, um, we're, the, the chapter that's closing. So we're thinking about what we're letting go of in July, working ourselves to the bone, kind of grinding with no, and like no outcome or just doing to be doing. We're not doing that anymore. Well, actually what needs to happen and what we're closing out is this outpouring of productivity and actually looking inward. So the four of swords, I always think of meditation right away, deep, deep rest, deep, deep rest. And with this magician piece next to it, rest and connecting outside of us. So connecting to God, the universe, um, your spirit guides, your higher self, whatever word you want to use here, your purpose, um, nature, two of wands. We've been contemplating this. We're going to take, we're going to take action. So we're closing this kind of like burnout, do lack of intuition, not listening to ourselves, just like running on a hamster wheel. It feels like, uh, no more self-abandonment. It's time to dig deep, put our feet into the earth and get serious. Um, I think it comes back to the first question. It's, it's time, it's time we turn inward again. You know, I have realized this is a message for myself 
in the past few weeks, I've kind of been like, uh, I'm over my healing journey. You know, I'm still doing like the journaling, the readings, staying like connected somewhat. But as far as taking a really intentional look at my shadow, at what I'm not doing, at what I'm avoiding, at the work I'm turning away from because I'm not ready, which is okay. We all get to have those moments. Um, But it's been clear to me that it's time to take another really deep look at myself, which is hard and also is going to be rewarding eventually, you know? So what chapter are we closing? Self-abandonment giving our resources away that we really don't want to do that. We're just kind of like conditioned to do. Um, We're just really going to change our perspective this month. So let's close with an Oracle card and then I'm going to go eat some lunch. That's what I need. All right. So final thoughts on our July from the Oracle card. have this one. Actually, I pulled one more. So first one was earth pulsing, pulse of the mother, slow down time and nature. So it comes back to that healing, like go in, but also pull away. Um, And then star ancestors. This is a card I got for me personally the other day. Um, Hidden secrets, lost wisdom, wisdom, look a little deeper. I really feel like that relates to the four of swords. Um, You know, they have their hands in prayer. So like, really, we think, oh, what's meditation going to do? I hear that so often from my clients. (laughs) I want to be like, try it every day. And then you tell me what it's going to do. I say that with love because I used to be the same way. What's meditation going to do? It actually does a lot. Silence, intentionality, it does a lot. So um, really, I feel like we're in another, you know, we had COVID and a lot of awakenings happening there. I think we're kind of going through that cycle again, collectively. It's time to, it's time to look at ourselves. It's time to really, really look at ourselves, but with love and compassion and fierceness. You know, we don't have to love and lie our way through the bullshit that we're facing. It's time to look a little deeper into ourselves and see how we can step up, how we can retreat and just be better humans for ourselves and others. All right. Take care. Here's your July reading. I hope you enjoyed. Um, Go follow me on Instagram, Morgan Thomas Coaching. I have a Facebook page that I just kind of repost my Instagram stuff, Morgan Thomas Coaching. I'm offering a Tara 101 course, July 23rd, 11 a.m. Eastern time. That's $25. You can um, sign up for that at the link in my Instagram bio. And yeah, go book a session with me. I offer one-on-one coaching, past life regression. I'm a tarot reader and um, Reiki practitioner. So have a lot of different services if you're interested. Okay, take care. Bye.